Welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. I am so excited to have you here for episode number 13. This is going to be a fun, and yes, fun is in quotation marks, episode. Be sure to stay tuned to the end of this episode because I have a really fun and exciting way for you to be able to leverage technology in your business and do more every single day. So let's get into the intro, then into the interview with Jeffrey Harry, and I'll see you at the end. Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's Welcome episode. back to another episode of the Tech of Business podcast. I'm Jamie Slutsky, your new favorite techie, and with me on the podcast today is Jeffrey Harry from Playwell Technologies. Jeffrey is the VP of fun at Playwell. He and his team show kids and adults how to tap into their true selves, feel their happiest and most fulfilled, all by playing with tiny Lego pieces. He believes that there's nothing quite like watching a senior executive screaming with delight while skipping after a tiny Lego car. I love it. And if that doesn't bring a smile to your face, then I'm fairly confident that you are going to want to get to know Jeffrey and play well a whole lot more. And if it did, you're in great company. Playwell operates camps, classes, and workshops and has over 300 staff members in 29 states and also overseas in France. As techies, it was a given that my husband and I would raise our daughters to love STEM, you know, science, technology, engineering, and math. So Legos have been in our house for a long time. I love how Playwell puts STEM learning into their courses, camps, and workshops, but focuses on the fun. And coming back to fun, that's where Jeffrey comes into play. Welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Totally. I am so excited to not just talk to you about how you guys use technology in Playwell Technology, but also how it comes into the camps and into everything that you guys do. I mean, as a techie, as I said in the intro, it's just, it's just ingrained in me. And I love that that's a focus, but you don't forget about the fun. Right. Yeah, it, it's it's delightful. So I mentioned that you guys have um, staff in 29 states. That's over half this country has at least one staff member from Playwell Technologies. How does that work uh, as a dis uh, as company that is spread out so far? Uh, it's super interesting because I mean, just even how. It we started off, the whole goal was to grow nerds for a living. Like that was our motto, you know, really early on. Um, it was just like, how do we find people that like want to just nerd out about Lego, want to nerd out about play and want to nerd out about engineering? Um, because when we started it about 20 years ago, STEM wasn't a thing. It wasn't even like a term yet, right? We didn't even know what we were doing. We were kind of just like, how do we get kids super excited about engineering? Mm -hmm. So um, then we just started finding nerds, you know, just started finding nerds in different pockets. And we were like, do you want to start something? Do you want to start something? Uh, so now that we have like 300 staff, we have managers in each 
of our states that then work with between five to sometimes up to 15 instructors. Um, and a lot of the stuff that we do is virtual. So um, how our managers meet, um, we have many, obviously many meetings that way, but we also even have like coffee hour or office hours where people can just hop on almost like we're working in the same office, but we're all doing our own thing. And we do these uh, Pomodoros where we'll work for like 25 minutes and then check into with each other for about five minutes just to keep a certain level of camaraderie. And then for our instructors, we do a ton of our training virtually. Mm -hmm. So we have like trainers from all over the country that sometimes are training like people in four different states at the same time. Um, you know, for three, four hours on end, um, where not only are they just training, but they're also teaching the way in which they would be teaching kids in class. So it's not only like they do and they cool, build a bunch of cool stuff on their own, but then when they hop on to like these virtual trainings, then they're actually teaching the teacher back as a way to like connect. Um, because we're always just trying to find new ways to, how do, how can we each nerd out together, you know, in a, a collective space. And then right now we're doing a bunch of kickoffs where everyone in that state or that region get together and we all see each other face to face and then we connect and do a training all together. Nice, nice. And what kind of technology are you using to facilitate those, uh, those co office hours or coffee off hours and then also? Oh, mostly Google Hangout. Almost all, all Hangout. Sometimes we use Zoom. Um, uh, and then we, you know, we post a lot of our training videos, um, through Vimeo. Okay. And so that those are just private for, for, yeah, they're just, yeah, they're just private. And then we have our own like, you know, internal database where we can also communicate as well. Nice. Nice. And do you have any reason why you've chosen some of these pieces of technology or since you're more on the fun, you don't have the answer to that question? <laughs> Um, they've just been easy. Google Hangouts just been super easy from the beginning. And most of us use Gmail for our, our email platform anyway. So we're always like checking with each other anyway through Gchat. So um, there's something that's interesting about how when you have a virtual office, how much can how much more connection matters, if that makes sense. Absolutely. You know, because like because you can get you know, you're in your house or you're in your office and you kind of get like really isolated. So we're, we definitely are conscious and trying to always figure out ways in which, how do we continue to like facilitate connection and reach out in one way or another. Um, even our HR uh, director, Alice, she'll do a featured piece on an instructor each week, just so that other people know who else is out there, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, because like, if you're in Connecticut, you might not realize that when you're teaching a class of 24 kids, um, and you're having a lot of like challenges because it's a crazy class. or there's a lot of, you know, different things going on at the same time that someone in Arizona has like experienced that exact same thing, you know, and how do you find, how do you connect those two people together? So, um, having people tell their stories, doing like featured articles and videos about uh, different uh, employees really helps. I'm sure. So. Yeah, absolutely. You've got these people who are all, you know, tackling the same struggles, but they can't meet 
at the coffee machine. They can't meet. Right. They can't meet randomly in the parking lot and say, "Oh, it's a nice day. Let's go for a walk." They can't do that when you're spread out all over the country. Do you uh, have uh, opportunities or um, internal message boards or other things like that where people can post their struggles or their questions or their ideas that can then come back and uh, be answered or uh, used as inspiration and things like that? Yeah, we have like an internal database that people can comment about the trainings or comment about um, some of the projects as well as like some of the questions that come up for them. That's where we see um, a decent amount of discussion on that front. Um, I think we can do a better job of like facilitating conversations between different instructors. I think, I mean, we haven't considered doing this, but we might like create like a, like an internal face group, Facebook group or some other type of uh, means. Um, because it's just, it's just hard. Yeah. It's just hard. I've seen that kind of uh, be successful uh, for other organizations as well. And I think that there's a lot of merit to that, but it really depends on kind of what your infrastructure is like and how you disseminate your, your information and how, you know, the, the team leads or the state point person, how they work with them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I really, really like the fact that, you know, you've got this infrastructure that's all over the country and everybody is empowered to teach the classes and to do the learning and to be connected to one another. I really, really like that. And it's, and it's interesting too, because we have like, uh, you know, manager calls for managers that are, you know, uh, like on the same level, they have their own call that they just connected and anyone can chime in at any time. We have a GSD call, a get, a get stuff done call yep. where people can also just hop on and, um, and connect that way. And then also that's just a uh, opportunity for people to just ask, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I need some advice on this challenge. And then a bunch of people can chime in on that. So, but it's interesting with each of these, they, it's all about momentum, right? And it's all about, um, having someone that's committed to doing it and doing it for like a year before finally other people start to like join and, and check in. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's one of the challenges that we are always working with is how do we facilitate more opportunities for connection? Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, it's so, it's so funny how like these uh, concepts, they, they run the gamut from, you know, businesses that are just two people to businesses that are, you know, 50 to 100 people to mm -hmm. businesses that are larger. Um, and of course, the, the big, huge corporations as well. I wanted to switch gears a little bit, um, because I'm personally curious about the whole Lego side of things. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to put my, my, my nerd hat on now. No, I'll take off my techie hat and put my nerd hat on. But when you guys come up with what you're going to teach in a class or a workshop or a camp, and you want to get that information out to your instructors, I'm sure that, I, I, I mean, I know when I open a box of Lego, there, there's a guide that says, do this step, then do this step, then mm -hmm. do this step. Is that the way that you uh, share it with them? Or how, how do you provide the actual instructional content? So typically what we, because, you know, it started off as a lot of engineers that joined the organization, right? Like it mm -hmm. started by engineers and a lot more engineers came on. But as as we've expanded, now we have teachers, we have artists, we have creatives, we have some people that are 
you know, uh, coming from NASA, you know, I have a retired engineer who used to run like a major, you know, engineering firm out in North Carolina that now is one of our teachers. So it's fascinating the different styles coming in. So what we like to do now, um, it's, this is kind of evolved is we have a basic engineering base that we first tackle. So like they learn, we first address like what are simple machines and what are the types of simple machines that you can kind of create and what are the very engineering terms and you know how would you actually take like two gears and let's talk about the various rate gear ratios that they could connect with so we really are first trying to build that foundation and then we're like and then these concepts these simple machine concepts now can be applied to many different projects now let's get into the projects if that makes sense, right? Yeah. So, so then, you know, you could have like, you know, um, first class lever arms, which are catapults, but then late, later on, we're talking about trebuchets, which is a totally different type of catapult, you know, using a different type of like lever. Mm-hmm. Right? We want to we wanna build up first by giving them like an understanding of where the engineer is coming from and then layered on with actual like, projects and then they can get more and more complicated from there um so it's amazing how you could take uh, like a regular gear car and then later on we convert it into a, a gear car that has a differential on the back so then you're learning kids are learning about how like the wheels are turning at different speeds you know on the back just like when in nascar so you have one wheel in the you know, that's closer to the area that's that's turning faster than the one on the outside. Um, and then we add rack and pinion steering, which then all of a sudden now they're steering their car. So it's super interesting how there's like numerous layers that you can kind of fold on onto it. Um, and that's kind of how we like to do it. Um, and then when we have a new project, then when we bring that new project in, we'll, we'll basically, it'll be like featured, it'll be featured on our, our database um and sometimes it's even emailed out to the whole staff and we're like we have some new projects check out these new projects um but then they're always tied into the engineering concept that we started off with our basic projects on nice nice i mean and it helps with especially with multi-day camps i'm sure that you can you can show these kids the progression and you can show you can teach them how to be creative with Lego as well by learning the basics. Yeah, because that's kind of the goal. Our goal is not to provide them a project and be like, build this project. Okay, now we're done with this project. What we want mostly is to inspire this like um, curiosity of how things work. And we're like, check this out. You could take this fascinating basic gear ratio and imagine in few, you know, putting that into your x-wing what are the what are the cool things that we could do using these gears to like make your x-wing better and that's super interesting to them because then sky's the limit on where they can go right as opposed to just handing them a project so we really like because we're engineers you know we're about making like creating a lot of engineering challenges and putting them in like the shoes of an engineer and being like, okay, we need to solve this. We need to save this, this, uh, 
community that is on top of this this huge mountain. What are we going to do? Are we going to build some gondolas that are going to fly up and pick people up? Are we going to build some vehicles that are geared for torques that they can climb up the hill? You know, oh, there, there's now a fire. What are we going to do to put out the fire? How are we going to drop the water onto the fire? Like all these things. And we're, and what we want them to do is be like, wait a minute, I can use a first class lever catapult to do that. Or I can use, um, um, I can use my monorail to tackle this challenge. And it's just like, ooh, this is where, this is where the excitement comes in, right? Where they're problem solving on their own, right? Totally. And creating this atmosphere, this playland for them to solve stuff. Um, yes. Which is super interesting. Um, right now we're um, coming up with this idea. We've tried it out a few times of doing, um, uh, addressing, um, well, how do how do I say addressing uh, climate change, right? And how what would their city look like in twenty years? And then we'll build their city, you know, out of Lego, right? And right. then we'll we'll put in the elements that are projected to be there twenty years from now. Okay, now what are you going to do? You know, the sea level has risen. Um, how are you going to um, pass out resources? Like we're all about creating this space where they can solve challenges that might be super intimidating for adults, but for these kids, they're like, I can figure this out. I got this. I, <laughs> I can take this on. Yeah. Um, and then in on, and then in the adult space, like just last week I was doing a team building event for a, a gold mining company in Colorado, which was super interesting. Um, and they, they have a lot of challenges when it comes to, being siloed, right? Like how do, you know, they're all being very successful, but they're all doing it in different regions of the world. So, you know, they have staff in Africa, they have staff in Australia, they have staff in South America. So we created a challenge for them where we made it where they're siloed, but then at the same time, we were trying to challenge them to share information between the regions and just created this space to see whether they would share information or not. And it was just super interesting just to watch, you know, yeah. some, some teams did, some teams didn't. And it was, and it, and it really reminded them of like the workplace, like I'm doing my work and all of a sudden this email comes in. I don't have time for that email. I got to keep doing my work, but this email might help you. Right. Or this email, if you pass it on to someone else, it might help them. So right. it's like, how do you create these like play um, worlds where people can address actual real problems. And that's where it's so exciting. <laughs> I think that it would be a blast to be in, you know, in an adult workshop like that, because we, you're absolutely right. I mean, I work from my desk at home or from a coffee shop or from wherever I get Wi-Fi. That's where I work. Right. But I don't, work necessarily interacting with other people on um in real time because a lot of what i get to do is is the behind the scenes the tech piece between right. between what they are creating and their audience and so i don't have to have that real time communication maybe that's part of the reason why i have this podcast so that i can actually have real time maybe maybe <laughs> but i love that and i can see so many benefits for um 
just kind of of what you guys are doing to keep the fun and excitement between your employees going as well as in these workshops and these types of settings, being able to transcend even that to virtual teams and doing it as a virtual workshop and things right. like that going forward. Because I, if someone said, hey, Jamie, do you want to come to this workshop? We're going to have the, this is what you need. You need to bring this kind of Lego and we're going to sit in front of the computer and we're going to create and let's see what we come up with together. I would be all over that. Right, right, right. And it's, and it's interesting because um, the challenge sometimes is, um, I mean, our job is fun, right? Like it's super fun, but sometimes even as you know, you're, doing fun and you're, you know, you're, you're teaching fun and all this stuff. Sometimes the fun isn't fun, you know, sometimes <laughs> because you've been doing it for so long. You're, so it's, it's even for us, we have to like figure out new ways of how do we infuse fun for like our trainers, for example, that have been teaching or, you know, tr doing trainings for a constant amount of time. How do we bring something new and exciting for them to do right and then also for our instructors when they're out teaching kids because they might be doing the same project for like maybe the 50th time right but how do they do it in a new innovative way that keeps them excited because then that keeps that gets the kids excited right absolutely yeah. and 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 you know that's that's a challenge that we always are like struggling with you know yeah, no, absolutely. And I was looking on your website earlier today at your summer camps because, you know, again, I've got the nine-year-old and at the, you know, by summer camp time, my older one will be 12. She's turning 12 next week. Um, and I'm like, what do they have? And I looked and, and you, fortunately, there's a huge roster of activities that you guys have that are through the community center here in town. And so I looked and there's like, there's the STEM for girls and it's like three times over the summer. And I'm sure that that instructor who's teaching that is probably going to be excited for the first one. The second one, they're going to be like, oh, I have to do this exact thing again. And then by the third one, oh my goodness. So being able to infuse fun for them in the way that they instruct and the way they interact with, with their students and their kids that are at the camp, I'm sure that there are a lot of pieces to continuing the motivation, the inspiration, the excitement, and the, the new page every day is Right. Uh, is I mean, something. one thing that we tell a lot of our staff too, which really resonates is sometimes we say like, you could be the one, like you could be the teacher that inspires them to go into a field that they never thought possible. Right. Like you could have like, you know, the next Steve Jobs or the next, you know, who knows, the next inventor of whatever um, in your in your class. Like it's crazy because we teach 100,000 kids a year. You know, there are phenomenal kids that we see in every single of our classes and providing them. I was just reading about this, like providing kids the agency. Um, and like the opportunity to problem solve and believe that they could do something greater than they thought when they first started the camp on Monday to Friday and just see that evolution. That's what I think mostly gets our, our instructors excited. I, I love that. Right. 
Like that's what keeps it fresh is like to see that growth, Absolutely. you know, and everyone grows in a different yeah. way. No, you know? I, I love it. And I know, I know for me, the camps and the classes, that's really awesome. And um, so I'd love for you to, to share, where can people go to find out about the classes, the camps, the workshops, both for kids and for adults, because I know that there are some people in the audience who have small teams um, and they might be, they might have, you know, a GSDs that they get together as a team and they might want to bring in somebody to bring in an element of fun. I could see a lot of people in the audience being able to take advantage of that type of opportunity as well. Yeah. So it's super easy. You just go to play hyphen well.org. So it's P L A Y dash well, W E L L.org. And once you get to the website, if you're trying to find camps, you just type in your zip code in the course finder and then just see where we have programs. And if we don't have programs there, then you just contact the the link right there and we'll see if we can make that happen. And for a lot of our corporate team building events and other like activations that we do for companies, same thing. You, you go onto the website and you just go to the uh, team building section and just fill out a request form and then we can send you more information about it and then figure out a way in which we can nerd out. I love it. I absolutely love it. And is there anywhere else outside of the website that you uh, do fun things and show off some of the stuff that you Oh, do? yeah. Like, yeah, we have our YouTube page, which is just youtubes.com slash Playwell Technologies. Facebook page is Playwell Tech. Twitter is Playwell Tech. Um, Instagram is Playwell Technologies. So, but the easiest thing is just go to the website, play-well.org, and then all the all our social media links are up there, and we're always posting cool new stuff. I yeah, I, I kind of nerd out on that stuff for sure, and I will have all of those links in the show notes. And before I let you go, Jeffrey, I have one last question. I like to ask a kind of curveball question at the end. Yeah, of I, love every, the, yeah I love the curveball. <laughs> uh, yeah, at the end of every uh, episode here. And my question for you is, if there was one piece of technology that would make your business life easier um, in the way that you communicate with your team, is there uh, that it's not been created yet, or it may be, but it's out of reach and you haven't thought about it. What would that do? What would it, is it Does it have to be realistic? No, no, of course not. Oh, teleportation. Oh, just done. <laughs> teleportation. Absolutely. Just because, I, I mean, at the same time that it's great to see someone, you know, face to face on virtual, it's just so much better when you're there, you know? Um, yes. And if we had teleportation, then, you know, we could get a class that way. It's just, it would just be so much easier. The one thing, though, that I think of teleportation that I always wonder is like, would people still be late? They would <laughs> still be late, right? Because I, they would be like, I got plenty of time. I got a whole 30 seconds to get there, you know? So, so. I love it. I love it. What a great way to end this episode. And if you haven't already subscribed to the Tech of Business podcast, please go into your podcasting app and subscribe now and head on over to PlayWell and uh, check out all the amazing things that they're doing there. Thanks again, Jeffrey, for coming on the podcast. Definitely. Thanks for having me. I told you it was going to be a fun episode. I bet you want to go and grab a set of Legos right now and see what you can create. So before you do that, I told you I had a special announcement. The Tech of Business membership site has officially launched. Head over to techofbusiness.com forward slash membership for all the details. What you're going to get inside the membership 
is at least one video tutorial answering questions that you and other business owners have asked me to help them with, as well as one monthly Q&A call where you can come with any tech questions you might have and we will get those answered for you. And one tech breakthrough session for a member every single month that is going to be private to the community. Just like the tech breakthrough sessions here on the podcast, the tech breakthrough sessions for the membership community are taking a real member through a tech struggle so that we can come out the other side stronger, faster, more efficient, better than ever before. So head over to heckofbusiness.com forward slash membership for all the details and lock in your monthly rate now. Thanks for listening to the Tech of Business podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, or wherever you download your favorite shows. You can also check out the show notes and learn more about me at techofbusiness.com. I'll see you next week.